0: This is the Jules Duncan podcast. I'm Jules Duncan, and I'm here to help you love the life you live and the body you are in. I help busy women with a million things to do in a week, ditch the cycle of restricted diets, and finally find balance with their fitness, nutrition, and most importantly, confidence. If this sounds like you, head to JulesDuncanCoaching.com. If not, enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Tonight we have got Jax with us. Jax, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And a lot of people send me some questions for you when I said that you were coming on the podcast. So I'll save those for a little bit later. So why don't we start off, just tell us a little bit about your fitness journey, like where it all started. Yeah.
1: Okay, um, so probably like most folk, everything to do with fitness kind of started off in school. So I was always quite an athlete in school, and I was in into everything. So athletics, basketball, um, different kind of gymnastics stuff. And then I was that person that, if the PE department needed a token female to go and do some random sport. I was usually part of the three or four girls that were, were good enough at sports to kind of just be thrown in and do that. So it's something that I've always always enjoyed fitness. Um, and then also done a lot of drama as well. So dance is a big part of the shows and things that I do. So always kind of kept really, really fit with that. Um, kind of fast forward to once I'd left school, um, obviously when you stop doing sports consistently, it's a bit difficult to try and kind of maintain the levels of fitness that you had in school so I did end up getting a personal trainer once I left and um, tried to keep that up relatively into my kind of early 20s but like everyone when you get kind of get a bit comfortable I met Chris when I was 22 um, and that's when it kind of took a bit of a plateau kind of stopped doing as much as I'd done and I'll be honest at that point I did kind of start to put the weight on. Like everybody does, it's an actual yeah. thing when you get older. It's not as easy to kind of keep the weight off. Um, And then did get to a point where I was a bit more uncomfortable in my weight. Kind of covered myself up quite a bit. I was wearing clothes that I'd never thought I'd see myself wearing big massive dresses. Probably dressing bigger than I actually was. So at one point I was gonna be a size 18, but I was wearing like a 20 to 22 just to kind of cover myself up. Um. And then still tried a number of different classes, PTs and stuff over the years. And then 2018, I think I'm correct in saying, I came back and I started PT with yourself. Um, And even at that, I only did one-to-one, maybe once a week at that point. Yeah, still it wasn't really comfortable. Coming. Yeah, still wasn't very really comfortable in doing classes. And which is bizarre, because at the time, like Badass is obviously a, a, kinda, with a female group exercise platform and it was all females who were in a kind of similar position but it was a couple of months before I started doing that and then fast forward two years unfortunately we went into to lockdown um, but I just kind of used that as a, a kind of focus point um got up every morning done a Zoom class, took myself out every day um, and it really kind of got me some momentum when it came to weight loss and fat loss and stuff like that um, and then I got to a point where I could see mega progress and, I'm, and I, that along with nutrition it's all kind of started to fall into place and now it's 2023 and I'm in a good position but there's still always kind of progress to make but it's something that I can't imagine it not being part of my life still now yeah. like fitness it's just it's just a, like it's something that I have to kind of incorporate into my day otherwise I'm kind of offset I'm not quite quite happy with it but
0: that's where we are. That's quite interesting. It's like you see, we started working together one to one five years ago, and we've worked together that mm-hmm. entire time. But in that time, you have learned so much about fitness, about nutrition, about your habits, about your mindset, and that entire five years has been it's been consistent and constant progress mm-hmm. over that. Because like like you see. At the time that we started working together, you your confidence was at a point that you didn't even want to come to group fitness classes, even knowing it was all other females who felt the same as you in the same position. And now I could quite easily give you a workout where you've got to go into a crowded gym at five o'clock, right into the free weights area, up to the squat rack on your own. And you'd be like, yeah, no problem, what we'll weight stuff put on it? like you wouldn't even it's been such a brilliant you've basically just built on everything that you've learned month on month year on year and just And I think you kind of touched on it there with such a growth mindset of Mm -hmm. there's always improvements to make and that's great there's always a place to go and somewhere to grow and more to do but you're you also congratulate yourself for where you've been and the progress you've made which is brilliant
1: yeah, 100%. It's just been, it's been such a journey. Um, And I've always posted progress photos, so like even way, way back. Yeah. In 2018 when I probably didn't think it was that massive progress, but even going from training and coming to you and training and one of Chris's t-shirts, which is mm-hmm. what I used to do because it was a size XXL, but then probably six months or less later, posting photos and my leggings and a sports bra, which is just bizarre but it's something that
0: I kind of just about built one and I worked one. and I think that's been um, that's been one of the most huge changes for you is mm-hmm. overall confidence and not just body confidence but confidence mm-hmm. in general because it's even filtered into like your work life and all that you've just grown in confidence overall mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Because
0: there was. Say, do you think training 100%. has helped that?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, because a lot of the stuff historically that we we did at uh, in the studio was always kind of weight training, kettlebells. Just makes you stronger, and I think a lot of the time we think cardio is best. Cardio is going to help. You're going to burn every as many calories as possible don't get me wrong I absolutely love a hip workout and yeah. it really I really like the general rush stuff you get from it but even just doing weight training you can burn fat but also you can see your body changing mm-hmm. um, and that kind of helped me build my confidence as well because I'm like actually my scale weight might not be changing but I can see exactly how it's tailoring me uh-huh. Building my shoulders, build like cutting down on my waist, that kind of thing, and it, it does hundred percent of training, and even just being in the environment as well, training with all of the women around you and that class environment, it builds it as well because everyone's egging each other on, giving each other confidence boosts, and it's just an overall, it's just overall worked out really well for me,
0: and also actually because one of the ways I always recommend people measure their progress Mm -hmm. is based on their fitness and that's something that you always did exceptionally well with and it worked really well for you mentally as well because you liked to see the improvements in your fitness that in January it would be x amount of reps but by March you could do z amount of reps so that was probably something else that contributed to the confidence as well because you could see your fitness increasing as well Mm -hmm. 100% I'm such a competitive person um,
1: and I'm most competitive with myself. So, yeah. as you said, we would do a fitness test in, in January, for example, and I would be able to do 100 reps on something. So I knew when I had to do that again in February, I had to get 150, I had to get 200. I knew that I had to increase it as much as I possibly could. Um, but that's also... personal thing I've done it in classes as well you can see I can get quite competitive (laughs) myself Um,
0: (laughs) um, and I just want to be running the fastest or (laughs) skipping the fastest or
1: throwing as much weight about as possible.
0: That is good though because it's something that I always say to people find something that's important to you something that ticks a box for you and being better than you were two months ago is something that's important to you and it ticks a box and it ticks one of your values so you've stuck with things because it's something that you enjoy yeah and i get so much more out of that
1: and having that like on an instagram post or having it on just a bit of paper to see what i've done then i would stand on the scales every monday to see oh i've lost half a pound this week like that's that's nothing in comparison to being able to do jumping jacks for 10 minutes solid and yeah. how many reps i can get out of that that kind of thing so um, there's much more out of it for myself than it would be a kind of weight on the scales especially as well not just from a fitness point of view but measurements as well mm-hmm. Um, I certainly get more out of making my waist smaller than I would potentially me drinking a glass of water I might fluctuate my weight but uh-huh. my waist isn't going to massively increase because of that so um,
0: it's kind of good to see an overall picture I saw those achievements mm-hmm. yep Yeah, that's good. So what's your favourite thing about training? If you had to pick one reason to train, what would be your favourite reason to train? I'd probably say the buzz of it. So as much as the
1: aesthetic changes that I like and the confidence I've gained from it, I just get a complete buzz when I train. So whether that be in the gym myself, lifting weights, or whether it be in a class, doing a kind of hit session or a circuit session just even as much as I might be dying at the end of it <laughs> bright red can't breathe I get an absolute buzz from it and that's that's kind of what gives me motivation to keep doing it because I, I kind of it's running on that those endorphins to kind of want me to keep doing it as many times as I can.
0: Yes, it improves your mood it makes your day mm-hmm. better it makes you feel better it's great for your mindset yeah yep, exactly exactly. Great. So a lot of people, when I said you were coming on the podcast and I said, do you have any questions for Jax? A lot of the questions were pretty much the same question. And as anyone who knows you knows, you are the absolute queen of consistency when it comes to going out and getting your steps done, which sometimes worries me because you're out in the dark with your headphones on. But you are absolute queen of consistency with it. So lots of people wanted to know how do you stay so motivated to remain consistent? So, I'll use my steps as an example because that's probably, you can probably
1: agree, it's the one thing that I don't fluctuate from too much um, when it comes to my overall kind of training stuff. So, when it comes to steps, one, I'm competitive. So, I know in a week that I've got this specific target that I want to hit. So I know I need to get out so much per day and then I'll chip, keep chipping away at that. Don't get me wrong, there might be one day that I get stuck late at work or, and I maybe don't have much time to get the steps in, but I know over the week I'll make that back up again. But it's more about creating a habit for me. So like right now, we're currently on a podcast. So podcast became massive for me, especially in 2020. So I found a couple that I liked, Um and got so into them that I wanted just to keep listening it's like a box set it's like watching Grey's Anatomy for example you want to just keep watching it and mm-hmm. finishing it so with a podcast I wanted to just keep listening to episodes and that when I was doing that was when I was walking so put two and two together and I'd be like well if I want to finish this episode of the podcast I need get out and it just kind of went hand in hand and it keeps me going to do it I know people really think I'm crazy especially if you see my stories and it's Like tonight, I was just out for about half an hour before I I joined this this, uh, chat and it's pouring outside just now. It's absolutely drenched outside, but I'm not going to melt. So I just kind of see it as, yeah, I'll be outside for half an hour, 45 minutes and I'll be soaked, but then I've done my steps and I'll feel better for doing it afterwards because mindset for me, if I don't do it, isn't as good a feeling as if I do. Uh Yeah, I might be a nice... Cozy house for an extra half an hour watching TV rather than being out, but there's no kind of buzz off of that or there's no achievement from it.
0: There's no, um, as we
1: miss the achievement. Mm-hmm. Whereas I thrive on that kind of achievement to do it, and obviously it's only one part of a whole journey, but steps is something that I do enjoy so much that it's easy to do for me and it's just building on that habit. If you'd have asked me in 2019 to go and do 12,000 steps a day, I'd have been like, very, very good job. <laughs> That's not, nah, I can't even do 6,000 a day, whereas it might probably help to lock down as well because I'll be honest, there wasn't much more for us to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're getting up, getting on a Zoom in the morning, going to work, because I was still working the whole way through, doing my shift, but after that, where could you go? We couldn't do anything, so yeah. take myself out for a walk was entertainment, and it's just obviously a habit that I've kept, kept going.
0: So that's actually two really good pieces of advice that you've given there. So actually, obviously everyone sees you a lot doing your steps because you post every day, which is great, but it's not necessarily motivation. So you're not necessarily Mm -hmm. motivated to do the steps and it's not actually, because everyone used that word when they asked the question, how does Jack stay motivated? Where does she get her motivation from? And actually what you've done is set up your environment to just make it a part of your life. So like you say, with the habit stacking, you've found something that you loved in the podcasts. And if you want to listen to the podcast, the steps go with it. So they're then a natural connection. And you think, well, I want to listen to podcasts, therefore I'll do the steps. So you're making it easy for yourself to do the steps by habit stacking it with something that you love, the podcasts. And also what I loved is that you've got a weekly goal and you're all right with, do you know what, today's busy, I'm caught late at work, the car's broke down, whatever. I'm not going to get in all of my steps today, but you're flexible with it. So you're not perfect with steps, but you are consistent with steps, which absolutely, consistency beats perfection every time. 100%. Don't get
1: me wrong, I usually kick myself on a Sunday if I've got, got to do an extra 6,000 steps I've not made it up over the week but definitely working to a weekly is a lot easier to do because you know by, by Sunday or by Monday depending on how your week runs this is the point I need to get to so I'll do an extra couple of hundred or thousand here or maybe cut it back a couple of days I know how to kind of balance it now mm-hmm. um, and it's just kind of part of my routine and probably working in an office because I've worked in an office for going you know, on seven years now as much as it can be hard when you're sitting at a desk, you might be absolutely swamped. Just taking yourself away from your desk for 15, 20 minutes, every couple of hours just to maybe get a lap of the building. It gets you away from your desk and clears your mind for that time. You might think, mm-hmm. well, no, I'm far too busy to do this, but what's 15 minutes going to do to your day? That work's still going to be there when you come back. So I always kind of take myself away from my desk, clears my mind. For 15 minutes so when I come back and we're focused i have also chipped away at my step target as well
0: um, big, even just taking that little small it doesn't need to everything doesn't need to be a huge action even just those small actions no. will add up
1: yep exactly if you get three 15 minute breaks a day that's going to add up over the course of the day and it means that at the end of the night if you've still got steps to do it's not as big a chunk and it doesn't feel as kind of it's hard to then get the full walk in.
0: That's good. Oh, no, that's yeah. brilliant. It's always worked for me anyway. <laughs> that's excellent. So, obviously, we've talked about how your confidence has increased, you've built these amazing habits. So, you've done something rather exciting lately, haven't you, the last couple of months?
1: Yeah. So, I've kind of taken the plunge back in October. Um. So, I signed up to do my... Level 2 Gym Instructor qualification. Um, Exciting. Which I complete, yep, so I've kind of completed that um, kind of mid to late November. So at the moment, I'm just kind of waiting on that qualification coming through. But um, yeah, it's something that I've always, maybe kind of the last couple of years you kind of put me in the direction of thinking about it. But it was something that I thought about maybe about three or four years ago. Um, but at the time, different factors like the shifts I was doing with my kind of main job, money factors and stuff, um, but it, it wasn't really the right time. But everything when I looked at doing it kind of tail end of twenty twenty two, everything just kind of seemed to slot into place and I was like, This is definitely something that I think is a good step forward for me so I can I can start my own kind of fitness career as well.
0: That's- Excellent. And you are you will make an absolutely phenomenal fitness instructor and coach. So based on that, what would you what piece of advice would you give to someone who was starting out on a journey? So someone that was where you were when you were wearing clothes that were maybe two sizes too big for you to hide yourself, that you didn't have the confidence to go to classes and you started, you took the plunge, you made a decision to take action and look where it's got you today, bags of confidence, feeling great, extremely consistent with your fitness and your nutrition, really looking after your health and wellness and also becoming a fitness instructor yourself, what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out? I'd probably say
1: don't try and do too much at the at the start. So for anyone that's kind of Done fitness before there's so many factors to it so you've got actual training you've got steps you've got water you've got nutrition and you've got mindset but if you try and do all of those things at 100% full capacity right at the start one you're probably going to end up getting bogged down and then you're also going to probably end up getting confused and it might become overwhelming so starting with still do elements of all of those things to start off with, so increasing your water, increasing your steps and starting off doing some classes, but don't try and do everything at a hundred percent because you're probably going burn out with it. So start with one thing as your main focus first. So maybe when it comes to nutrition, like learn about your diet, learn about calories, learn how to eat in a deficit and make that your main focus for say, maybe a couple of weeks. Because once you get it, because don't get me wrong, when we first started actually looking at my calories properly, it was hard. But then see when you actually simplify it and you look at it as a kind of bank account almost, Mm -hmm. once you get into routine of it, it's easy to do. And I think folk think when you calorie count as well, you're going to be starving. But when you actually look at that and adding some protein in and adding some fibre in, it's actually a lot easier to do. So do that for maybe a couple of weeks. But also at the time add a couple of classes in or add a couple of training sessions in, increase your steps but once you've got nutrition nailed move on to something else so then move on to right I'm doing an average of five thousand steps a day why well, don't I try and increase that to seven or eight and build on that for a couple of weeks and kind of build everything up so that all the kind of pieces of the jug of the jigsaw the juggle <laughs> the jigsaw all start to come together because you don't want to be able to, you, don't, you can never run before you can walk so if you're trying I think that happens a lot especially when it comes to January and everybody starts to try and be like right new year new me and they're like right I'm going to do 12,000 steps a day I'm going to drink three liters of water a day I'm going to drink eat 1900 calories we'll do four classes a week and if you try and do that too much too soon you'll burn yourself out and uh-huh. um, so just taking small steps to kind of chip it away Um, because that's exactly what I started doing in 2020 I already had the training there but Mm -hmm. it was adding the nutrition and increasing the steps it was just a gradual process and it all will come into play
0: yeah because I mean that's exactly what we've done with your journey that like Mm -hmm. you say you were training completely consistently but it wasn't necessarily till halfway through the journey you started nailing the steps every day and mm-hmm. now because you've taken that time and you've taken time to learn about everything and worked on one thing at a time you've now got lots of areas nailed all at the same time but you didn't try and nail them all at the same time you built this up created a foundation and added things on in different levels
1: yeah 100% and you'll see much more consistent maybe slower results but consistent results you'll maybe See a couple of inches come off every couple of weeks mm-hmm. or see muscle build every couple of weeks but yeah you could potentially someone could come in and start doing everything and taking all boxes at the start they lose quite a considerable amount of kilos to start quite a lot of inches but if you do too much you might end up not being able to maintain that in the long run and you end up back to square one and that's not the kind of place anybody wants to be and they don't want to end up feeling like they're going backwards but if you do it kind of slowly and more consistently, it's so much easier to maintain. Um, and if I days like me, it just becomes part of your life still now. It's like that's just
0: part of my day-to-day. That's the great thing about your journey, because you've never mm-hmm. gone backwards, you've only gone forwards, but that's because you've taken the time and the patience to be consistent with things and build in one habit, I think. Yep, yeah, 100%. Um, really? Oh, great. What great advice to end on. But thank you so much for joining me. It's been absolutely fantastic to chat with you. And I'm sure you'll keep us all updated on your fitness qualification. Yep, 100%. 100%.
1: As, soon as, as soon as I start doing stuff with that, that will be all over my socials.
0: Excellent. I look forward to seeing it. Perfect. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.